0: the Ultra 4 racing family has lost a brother, Zandy Willems. We'd like to share our interview with him from April of this year, 2022. We hope that this will provide Zandy's family and friends a small reminder of a life lived to the fullest. Zandy, you will be missed, but never forgotten. All right. I I think we might have our first guest ever from the state of Texas. Oh boy, that's, that's that. Sounds pretty dusty. I mean, I think we got a guy from Texas on here. Our show is just going to explode on the internet. There's we, a lot of Texans out there. Yeah. So uh, we got Zandy Willems here tonight from Rufus Racing. Oh boy, hey Zandy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Well, thanks
1: for joining us. We're really glad you can make it.
2: Hey, I appreciate it.
1: We
0: uh we all obviously have heard about um the famous hashtag chip happens Mm -hmm. and everybody knows chip, but you are like his, uh, quiet, uh, second half, right? Like no one ever, I feel like no one ever hears anything from you, man.
2: Hey man, I stand in the background and I just let the shit show begin. You know, (laughs) that's it. I just, you know, you, you get a phone call from Dave Cole and he's like, Hey Chip. I'm like, I believe about, you know, a quarter of what chips puts out there. You can't believe anything he said, really. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, he just wants to respond. He wants to just get under people's skin. He does a good job of it.
0: Yeah. That tells me, man, that, that you're a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't hung out, but I already like I already think you're a pretty smart fellow. Yeah. yeah. You Sometimes you can't pick your friends. I'm a testin', testament to that. I'm sitting here hanging out with Hopper. I mean, Whatever. You
1: picked me fair and square. You had a lot of things to pick from and you picked me. So you just
0: remember that young man. I mean, old man. Yeah. So, uh, so you're a big part of Rufus racing, man. You, you race in the 4,400 class. Uh, I've seen you race in the, the 4,900 UTV class. Um, right. We want to hear tonight about like where you came from and your history, but also Rufus racing. Cause you guys, I mean, <laughs> everybody sees your cars and and everybody kind of recognizes you but you know like what we've learned with a lot of these guys in ultra four and and off-road racing is people might recognize logos or cars but man nobody knows uh people's backstories right right where, where they came from and how they got there so i'm, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a pretty good story because you're from texas man your guys' stories are always the best
2: mm-hmm i gotcha Well, I mean, I grew up, I grew up in West Texas and in the oil field. I mean, I mean, back in the day, I mean, you could, you could say that I was trailer trash. That was it. You know, we would, you know, we, we moved around my dad, wherever they said, wherever the oil boom was, that's where we had to go. So, you know, we moved to, I, you know, I lived in, you know, Denver city and then moved down to San Antonio, South of San Antonio, and then back. But it was just kind of moving around. Uh, I graduated in Andrews, Texas. Uh, And that's kind of the the backstory on me. Uh, Some of my history, I don't want to go into great detail on that. Uh, As far as Rufus Racing goes, uh, speaking of Chip, well, for one, Chip, I think Chip was going to be on the call with us or whatever. And his wife had surgery today and it was a really quick surgery. Everything went well. So uh, shout out to her. Everything went well. But speaking of Chip, I haven't known Chip for that long. I mean, it may be 10 years, I would say. Um, one of our, one of our friends, his name is Logan. We call him Lulu introduced me to, Chip and Brad. And we were willing, and, and that's kind of how it all started because we, you know, I have a rock crawler. Uh, we'd go willing, build rigs, whatever. Uh, we'd go to Clayton or wherever to, to wheel. We went to Moab before. But in a nutshell, so I was introduced to Chip and Brad. And after that, I'm like, dude, where'd you find these guys? I go, both of them are assholes. They're not,
3: you know
2: they are assholes they're they're all into themselves and you know it's one of those things it's almost like they're not really looking for any more friends because they have already have enough friends in their group they don't want many more friends
0: that sounds Uh, familiar I know some guys like that yeah. yeah
2: and you know so that was kind of my first impression but but after that once you really get to know them I mean they're really down to you know they're just good good guys Uh, I mean, Chip works for me now. Um, so, you know, and for one of the companies, Eco Earthworks. And so that's kind of, you know, where Chip came into my life and, and Brad, I would say. Um, and they ended up, you know, like, Hey man, we need to go. You know, we went, we went to, I went to a King of the Hammers. I was sponsoring a driver. Uh, and I think that was 2018, so we went out to King of the Hammers. Uh, we met the Wicks boys from uh, WFR, the Wicks family racing. Uh, we met some Aussies out there. And it was, it was really a very cool experience uh, being on the lake bed and just seeing that thing grow from nothing to, you know, just blows up. And after that, we came home and like five months later, it's like, you know, Chip's like, hey, Doug Jackson has a car for sale. And so we end, I ended up buying a car five months later, coming back. And that's kind of where it all kind of started. And we, we got his car, we got it prepped. And, you know, we, we're going 2019, that was the first race under Rufus Racing um, that we did. And we went out and the whole game plan was, is to put Chip in the car as a driver. I had never raced in my life at this point, besides just, you know, racing up a mountain with friends and drinking beer. But we, we got, you know, we got out there and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put Chip in the car. His, Brad has been his co-driver. He's been racing for, I don't know, 10, 15 years off and on, maybe more. I don't know. So that was the deal because, so we went out there and then the, the the plan was, is then I was going to start getting in the car as a co-driver. Well, they did so well. I'm like, well, we'll just keep it together. We'll keep them together. You know, they finished and you know, it was like a top 20 finish or whatever.
0: And this is,
2: this
0: is is unlimited class, right? 4,400,
2: 4,400, 4,400 class. So we, we, you know, we're getting into it here. Boy, we you guys, bit,
0: you bit off like a huge chunk, like right off the bat. I'm telling you, I think we should have
2: started a little bit down the line, but, <laughs> but, but either way, chipping them, they've already been in the race. And, and that was kind of the whole reason.
3: Hmm.
2: So, you know, we do it and then I'm, I'm still in the background. And it's like, Hey, so then we went to the next race and everything's going fine. And I think it was probably mid, mid year, that year, then another car. So then Doug calls me up and says, Hey, here's another car. And that's when that, that was nightmare. And, you know, and I'm like, well, so we went and looked at it and I ended up, that's when we ended up picking that one up. I'm like, Hey, I'm just going to let them drive that car. And then I'm going to drive this other car. So that's kind of, where it all started. And I mean there's a lot more to the story, but you know, we've when we go to these races, we're just trying to finish races and get better and seek time. And e- every race you learn something a little more, you know.
0: Well, I know I've seen you guys race most at Hammers the last few years. Uh that's like where I started seeing that Rufus racing logo. Uh and you guys at Hammers, you know, you're the last couple years I think you guys have both raced uh in the side-by-sides yep right got a little extra seat time uh I mean this might be a little bit of a tangent but I know you guys are uh kind of popular for your bets you like to gamble a little bit oh yeah and uh last year was a pretty good one yeah I didn't didn't hear about this you'll have to give us the details on what the bets were I guess because I never I never knew who actually won and who lost? Cause it seemed like you both might've lost.
2: Well, the thing with that bet with the hair. Yeah. The year before the year before the SEI guys, one of, I think it was Tommy. Uh, and there was another guy, Don, Don was growing his hair out. Well, they decided oh. that they wanted to bet me that I couldn't grow my hair out for a year. I wouldn't cut my hair for a year well, I've cut my own hair for the last 20 years. I don't pay someone to cut my hair. So I'm like, I'll take that bet. So we come home and I don't cut my hair for a year. My wife's going, what the hell? What's this? So anyway, so I don't cut my hair for a year. Well, then the next year we go to King of the Hammers and I had to wait to go to King of the Hammers to show everyone, hey, I told you my hair was curly you know, and I don't have it in some places and I have it in other places. And so I went out and basically I won a hundred dollars on that bet. (laughs) The guy for you forgot that he made the bet. So Tommy, he paid me from SEI. And so then Chip made a deal and he said, he goes, I'll bet you that if you finish the race, I'll grow my hair out for a year. I'm like, Okay, you're on. So I won a bet. And then I chose with him growing his hair out. I'm like, you know what? I can go another year without cutting my hair just oh my to gosh. prove a point. And wow. my wife was really pissed off about that. It's like, hey, you already won the $100 bet. It's like, <laughs> cut that shit, you know? So wow. Chip's mop head. I mean, that dude, his, it, it, it was serious a mop. Dude, it, it was all, it
0: was horrible. It was all over the internet, man.
2: Oh, I know. But anyway, so I finished the race. He had to grow his hair out and I kept mine. And so he, you know, we, we go back and we both we cut our hairs in our, in my camper, out there on the lake bed i think he did it a little premature he didn't quite fulfill the deal i think he should have to do it again actually
3: Hopper's looking up pictures of it
2: he did (laughs) not wait until the race i mean it was before the race he 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 had to he had to wait to cut his hair and but until the race
0: well he also on the lake bed he also had a couple of different haircuts uh while we were on the lake bed this year i i liked how he uh like phased the haircut, like right. in levels.
2: Well, yeah. I was on the only part of that that I was he 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 cut the sides himself or had someone do that. Whenever I when I was the barber, I was the one that put the mohawk thing in. Yeah, I, we, not that I'm a barber, but I, I thought I'd done a pretty damn good job on that
0: mohawk. He uh, he walked into the um, EV class meeting. You know, and we knew that he had a head full of hair, and all of a sudden we're like, who the hell is this guy? Oh shit, chips got a mohawk. This is incredible. <laughs> and of course, no one was That's, surprised by that, right? Right, right. I
2: don't think anyone is surprised about anything with this this guy, honestly.
0: Well, and, and I kind of feel your pain, man, because sometimes it's almost like you're guilty by association.
2: I know the problem. the The problem is, is I love the dude to death. It's 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 to the point where it's. it's I wouldn't say a brother, but it, it's. I, I mean, I love the dude. The dude, he he, he just wants to get re, a reaction from people, and he he's good at that.
0: He's well, he's been and
2: really good for Rufus Racing in general, so I was, I'll give him that
0: i was gonna say that's great marketing whether he intentionally did that or not it is great marketing yeah. for you guys yeah. you know yeah <clears throat> so where did the name rufus come from for rufus racing well that that
2: story could get real long i guess back in <laughs> high school there was it, it was kind of like a joke or whatever and there there, there was a name Rufus, and then there's some other things that went along there, and we can share that at a later time, maybe in this deal. Uh, <laughs> but that's where Rufus, so, you know, I met all of these people that I'm surrounding myself with right now, crawling. So, mm-hmm. a, a, a friend, his name is Kevin Schaefer, he moved into our neighborhood. Uh, he was into jeeping. I had a CJ7 and, you know, you know, I come home from work and, and, and my wife is like, you're going to really love the, the, who's moving in. I'm like, why? Well, he has a Jeep.
3: Hmm.
2: And I found out that he works on Jeeps. And it's like, hey, man, I have this CJ7 here. It's already lifted, but I'm really wanting to do something cool with it. And, you know, instead of going mudding and, you know, go rock crawling. Or, so we started building this, this CJ7. It was a rust bucket. We had to go search for a frame. We built them on, you know, it, we built it on forty fours in the beginning, which is a huge mistake. You know, guys were saying you need a sixty and a and a fourteen boat, uh, but and anyway, so
1: so wait, you're running, as, you're running you're running Dana forty four axles and like wheeling the crap out of those. And they, they held yeah. up pretty good though. Didn't they?
2: Uh, not really. Oh, I mean, the okay. first time we went to Moab, we had a smiley face in the rear. <laughs> so it was, gotcha. it, it was one of those. So we built this uh, rig and we just kept in, and, and, and diamond, which is a, one of the mechanics on the team. It's like, and he stepped in and he started, he worked with, with Schaefer. So, and in, in all of that, it's kind of like things started becoming Z-proof because we'd break and fix and break and fix. And I would break everything. They'd fix something. I'd break something else. <laughs> yes. So but so the whole Rufus thing, getting back to where did the Rufus name come from? So Diamond and I were driving to go Will and Clayton. And it's like, hey, man, I, 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 I want to name my Jeep. And we just start going back and forth. Well, back in high school... The whole Rufus name, kind of, that's where it began for me. Um, And I'm like, so I named it my my CJ7, which I still own, but it has tons on it. And, you know, I still own it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to name my Jeep. I'm going to name it Rufus. So we would show up and they would say, oh, Rufus, Rufus, you know, there's Rufus. So then everyone, you know, was calling me Rufus. So that's kind of where that the name Rufus came from. So whenever we were deciding we're going to have a race team, you know, it's like, well, what are we going to name our race team? And I thought about it for not very long. The next day I show back up. It's like, hey, guys, I I already have a name. What is it? Rufus Racing. So that's where that's where that name came from.
1: And I, that's, that's pretty cool. And you know what else I think is really cool is you still got that CJ sitting around. Um, you know, you, you talk to a lot of these guys and, well, myself included, you know, what, you know, kind of what's the rig that got you into wheeling? What was your first rig? And you're like, oh, man, it was this, it was that. And it's always like, oh, I wish I still had it. Wish I, you know, if I could find it, I'd pick it up. But you still have it.
2: Yeah, I still have it. and I mean, it's one of those pride and joys uh, you know, Diamond has put a lot of work into it. It's like, he won't even, he won't even let me get rid of it. He yeah. wants to go and, and wheel it. Uh, and, you know, it's not that we're, we, as soon as we started racing, we stopped doing a lot of wheeling. We, we yeah. don't do the fun stuff. Now, racing is fun. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, I, you know, I had an aluminum tub. I was wanting to redo Rufus and get a wide open design chassis under it and and trick it out and you know diamond is like he's he's the main mechanic on our team and he's like no we just want to keep it original and you know it's a stick you know it's like that's what i learned to drive and it's like it it's not easy doing some of those hard trails with with a stick shift
3: Mm -hmm.
0: well it's you know you said something funny there that that I've talked to a lot of people not necessarily on the podcast but just in general this year uh you know in our little tiny racing world and uh you know with this with the buyout and the schedule change and you know all this stuff you know racing's fun you said it we love to do this man that's why we're all out here but man you don't wouldn't believe how many times this year I've heard somebody tell me just man you know maybe maybe I ought to just not race for a couple races i just want to I just want to wheel for fun. I want to go back to recreational wheeling where we started, you know, because we all started there, right? That's how we got kind of into the same place. But then what's funny is when guys say that, man, the next time I see him is at another race. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. kind of like this hard balance of, cause we've talked about this, right? You know, Jeff and Hopper want to go back to Moab. We haven't been to Moab in, a couple of years, yeah, 2 years and least. that was really where we got our start too and but how do you fit that into a schedule and, and a budget and yeah but man I mean I get it too because I love to go to races, you know, right? It's it's just kind of a a recurring theme that I've heard this year. And maybe it's, you know, part of that's post COVID and part of it's, you know, the stress that we've all had this year on our schedule and the changes but yeah, it's just kind of funny. When you said that, man, that made me think back to all the other guys that have told me that.
2: Hmm. Well, as far as us, I mean, we still we still have a wheel and weekend that we do once a year, Memorial Day, which is coming up. Hmm. Is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? Memorial Day. And it's it's in Oklahoma, Burris Mountain Ranch is what they call it now. And it's a race. It, it, there, it's, another, it's a race, but it's a race with the rock crawlers and basically it's a race up a creek and Hmm. it's pretty hardcore and it's gnarly so we've we've been doing it for four four years five years five years eco staff was one of my companies i've been the title sponsor of the event for all five years including this one coming and it's uh it, it's, it's a gnarly, it's a gnarly. And, and the mountain itself, it's, it's some of the best wheeling out there. And it's like anyone from everywhere. We got people from Louisiana that are coming, uh, Arkansas, you know, local guys up in Oklahoma. And it's kind of, you know, the shit talking is stirring. Uh, I didn't race the first year. The second year I ended up, I raced in the second year <laughs> Uh, I think I got second that year, the third year, uh, I got first last year. I blew an engine. Uh, we, we winched across the finish line and we still qualified fifth out of it. So we were, it was, that was pretty crazy that we even qualified fifth in that. Uh, so we're going back to, and it's a fun, it, there's a, there's a lot of really good willing up there.
0: Hmm. I've uh, I've spent a few Memorial Day weekends in Oklahoma. Um, I would imagine that's a pretty good time, right? Hmm.
1: So you uh, you before you got into crawling, you kind of alluded to it earlier. You you did a lot. Did you do a lot of like um, what is it called? Mudding, mud wheeling, like well,
2: no, I wouldn't
1: call it mudding.
2: I didn't do. I I mean. My boys tried to get me to go to Rednecks with paychecks for years and years. And yeah. I'm like, I'm out on that. I hate the mud. My yes. only mudding was when we started, when I, when I first got the Jeep, it's like, Hey, I got this Jeep. So I go down to my the local uh, golf course over here and I'm down in the Creek going across the Creek by the golf course. And I mean, it's 70, it's the freeway 75 and I'm just mudding there. And then I take it out and we go off of 78 over to another Creek. And I have to call my wife. It's like, Hey, I need you to come pick me up. The, you know, <laughs> the rig is whatever it's broke down this and that. So that's the only mud I ever did. I, I hate the mud.
1: Yeah I, I, yeah. I I'm right there with you. Like just thinking about mud makes me nauseous. Like, you know, I, I was a kid back in Eastern Nebraska. I grew up on a, on a farm and you know, you'd be out, my gosh. It's like mud. I equate with humidity and it's just sticky. And, you know, back, back where I grew up, it's all flood irrigation because we're on top of the aquifer. So you'd go around and, you know, flood irrigating, got these big, long, like eight inch pipes along the ends of the rows and you're in boots and you're slogging along. There's no wind. It's a hundred degrees. There's bugs and you're opening and closing these little water gates with a special tool. And I always equate mud to one, you're hot and miserable. And two, like, yeah, I just hate it. I freaking hate mud.
0: Yeah, I'm too OCD, man. I, I like my stuff clean. I like it straight. And it just, man, cleaning, like even after a rush last weekend, it wasn't that muddy and your guys's cars were just Brown. I mean, they they didn't yeah. know who was who on the course.
2: Well, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, we were fighting dust on the trails. I mean, there was literally yeah. dust on the trails, but I mean, there's mud holes out there. <clears throat> and I mean, if you want to just, you know, ease through the mud so you don't get it on you, but I mean, when you're hitting some of those mud holes, it's like that stuff is just coming right over in your lap and by the time you're done, you know, it's one of those things. It and, and here's another chip thing. So, we get out there and we're hitting these mud holes and I tell Chip, it's like Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the right. No, go to the left. Left is the way to go. So I'm out there and I go do a lap myself and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go. Chip says go to the left. Best best way to go. Quickest way to go. Well, I go to the left and then I stay left and I hit this mud hole. And I was not barreling through it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to mosey through this little mud hole. Take it easy. I don't want this shit all over me. And I damn near got stuck in that sucker. I had that (laughs) sucker floored and it took, and this was only like a 20, 15 foot hole. And I mean, it took me a minute to get out of there. I think I was almost floating. And I get back in the car and JT comes up. He's like, where did you find this much mud on the (laughs) corks? And I'm like, well, Chip was telling me go left. And so I went left and, oh, you went in that hole? Well, come to find out, I think there was two UTVs stuck in that hole because I think they were following me after I got out. So, but anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of mud. It's like, and then we go to Tennessee and, you know, Tennessee and Kentucky have been mud, mud races for the last three years for me.
3: Horrible. Horrible. So
2: if you don't like mud, don't race in either one of those places.
0: (laughs) How long does that take you guys to clean it off, man? Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine.
2: Well, we get back and we, we, uh, sick our guy, Dougie fresh on it. And, uh, he'll get out there and soak it down and it takes, it takes, uh, we got fry. He's out there. Normally it takes about three different washes to, to really get it clean because initially the first one you get the skid plates off and there's mud and mud and mud so boy it takes a minute
1: wow and i can only imagine like you know having to do a repair on the track with that much mud like i just can't even fathom yeah. it
0: we like to complain about the dust that hammers but man it, it's yeah. got nothing on what what we see on some of those east coast races for yeah. sure right so you uh you've also raced a little bit at the new i mean i call it the new home course uh there in jay at mid america you guys were part of the 918 race yeah uh, spring so i mean we all want to know because we were gonna go and then we didn't go and you know we were part of that whole roller coaster but we want to know about what uh (laughs) what mid America looks like, man, what kind of course uh, yeah. is it? What can we expect? Uh, you guys actually did really good. You finished uh, one, two in the 4,400 race. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit, man, about, uh, Jay and mid America and what, what you think it's going to look like.
2: Well, I guess you guys were one of the many people that backed out because of the snow and it was going to be cold, right?
0: <laughs> well, that that's part of the story. Yes. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the whole story. I'll tell
2: you. I'll tell you right now. Um, Jason has uh, built a really, really nice park up there. Um yeah, they have a lazy river. They have all kinds of cabins and accommodations and bath houses. You know, to where you can go take showers if you're camping or you're tenting or tent camping uh, by the race this this coming uh, like June or July, whenever it is. Uh, they're going to have over 500 RV hookups up there. So it's really a class. There's really not a park, you know, like what they have set up. I mean, there's parks out there that, that, that get a bunch of people moving, you know, and they just acquired Ultra 4 or Jason did. I mean, there's not a park out there that has what they have put together. It's just, it's classy. You know, you, you couldn't ask for a better place to go. And, and, and they have a really good short course and, you know, they brought JT on board um, a while back and he's, you know, he gets out there and does his thing and, you know, and they, they made that course and, you know, we, we went up there, we were, we raced up there last year in the same race. Uh, and we ended up second and third last year. And then we ended up first and second. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of the big boys that are showing up. So it gives us an opportunity to go up there and, and not have to compete against the top guys. Eventually, uh, the top guys will be there because it, it's really it's it's a cool place. It's really a cool place.
0: Yeah. And it seems like uh, they don't they don't spare any expense. You know, if, if they find a way to make something a little bit better, um, somebody explained it to us. Uh, you know, Jason, he doesn't like to have races uh, and then have events at the race. He likes to have events and then have races at the events. Right. Uh, you I know,
2: mean, You know, at the race, they have concerts every single night. I mean, it's a week long deal. This is like a week long ordeal. So there's like three, three three concerts, I guess maybe three or four concerts.
0: They're bringing uh, in a rodeo. It looked like yeah, they had a
2: rodeo. They have the motorcycles where they're doing all the tricks and doing the jump. They, they drag race, uh, the cars. And I mean, it's just, it's one thing and another and another, they got, you know, the Barbie Jeep downhill thing going on where people are just, I think that came from the rednecks with paycheck thing. Uh, but it, it's really, it's, it's just a very cool place, So uh, and so the accommodations are awesome.
0: Funny story about the Barbie Jeep thing. Uh, one of our buddies was like, hey, we need to start looking, you know, for a Barbie Jeep, because we're going to race in that when we go to Vision right. in, in July. So Hopper texts me, and he said, where's the rules? We need to see the rules. We need <laughs> to know how we build this thing, and what we can do, and what we can't do, and I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he said, the Barbie Jeep thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, that's not a real race. Yeah.
1: See, I thought it was like, oh, you take a Barbie Jeep and like somehow either you hop up the electric motor or put a bigger motor in it or you <clears throat> the no. on a. You like sit a, on it and
2: hold on because you're yeah, going to be going what, into a big old mud hole. That's
0: <laughs> what Zach told me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I said, it's a bunch of drunk guys on a slip and slide and a Barbie Jeep. <laughs> wow. That's right.
2: That's right. That,
1: that sounds incredibly insane. Yeah, hey, you fun. can actually
2: be in the lazy river and you can watch the Barbie Jeep down there <laughs> off of that hill.
0: Yes. Now, see yeah. what I'm most excited is uh, these MAO pit bike races, you know, because we yep. we need to bring this up because I hear uh, I hear you might be a, a rival to our new gang, but we just got into this Grom world. Or oh, yeah. We get, we get these Honda Groms. I don't know yeah. how much we really want to race the Groms, but we love them. Yes. And uh, Chip's well, been – I've been bouncing some ideas off of Chip on, you know, what do you do here, what do you do there. But he said you guys were like the OG Grom guys in Ultra 4.
2: Well, we, we, we definitely have some Groms. Uh, I'll tell you right now, you, you don't want to race the Grom on the damn – Pit bike, you know, for sure.
3: <laughs> that's for, it's good that's you know. for
2: small motor prospects, <laughs> not for little uh, street rocket grums. It, it doesn't It doesn't go well. Suspension's not there. I had a scar oh, on God. one of my arms where I laid that sucker over. Um, hey, we did, you know, we did, you know, we were really cool. We decided we were going to race in uh, uh, Sturgis.
3: So oh. we take
2: our groms. It's Sturgis. We're cruising up and down the where all the bikers are, and you look at people, and it's like they're laughing and they're like thumbs up in us. So so half of them thought we were cool, and the other half of we're just laughing at us. But we had our groms out there, and we acted like I mean, we went and we parked them and we'd back them in just like everybody else backs them in, and we thought we were shitting in high cotton.
0: Well, yeah. well, we're bringing our Groms to Sturges. Yeah. So.
2: You should. I mean. We, I, have ours, we have ours. We'll have. we have our Groms out there. And, you know, we, 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 we had our Harleys out there last year. And we're going to be bringing our Harleys again. So,
0: Well, that's what I was talking to Chip about. Last year, I didn't bring my Harley because I thought, you know, I'm helping some guys in the pits. I don't want to be distracted. Well, and then the layout of that race is just there's a lot of downtime where you can't do much. Yeah. And I thought, uh, man, I cannot believe I came to Sturgis without my Harley. So I'm the big bikes going this year. The Groms are going mm. this year. Well, I tell you what, I love
1: my Grom. Like, I when it's not snowing, I'm driving my Grom. That's what I commute to work with as I go to the yeah. grocery store with. It's you know, I got my nobbies on it. I got to upgrade the suspension because it it bottoms out real easy on these yeah. dirt roads. But, uh, man, I the one thing I got to do is I got to. I gotta learn how to ride a wheelie, like how to pop a wheelie and then ride a wheelie, and that then I think I'll be cool.
2: Yeah, but I haven't mastered that. I haven't even tried attempted that one yet.
0: See, that's I the did. second I thing. The
2: big board kit on mine though—that sucker will fly. So if you want to race, you're, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> well, <Straight> shoot, away.
1: <laughs> I, I am definitely interested to see how that thing performs with the big board kit because you know I really want to be able to go. You know, up the highway, you know, where it's flat, I can do fifty-five, but I want to be able to go sixty-five. And uh I keep hearing from Zach, cause Zach's kind of a weenie. He's like, No, you gotta keep it stock, no big boy kids, but Zach's a weenie. So who well, listens I, to him? I
2: I weigh I weigh about two twenty and I think my I get mine up to Seventy five, eighty.
1: Yeah. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Seems gosh. like a terrible yeah. idea. dude. I was
0: yeah.
2: just,
1: so. I, I was
0: just ever. getting ready to say the second smartest thing you've said all night tonight has been that you don't wheelie that thing. But then you no. then you told me you went seventy five on Well, that. I did. Yeah. I did with my
1: three D printer. I printed this little like clampy clamp so I can throttle up and then i clamp my throttle up against my brake lever and then i can like ride with no hands i feel like that's a pretty cool trick terrible (laughs)
3: idea yeah
1: well all i know is i every time i ride that thing i get a huge smile on my face and my heart is warm inside and it makes me feel even warmer inside that you guys are into groms i mean what a great
0: world we live in
2: Well, hey, bring that sucker and we'll slap a Rufus Racing sticker on it. Oh,
0: hell yes. So uh, I got to ask, I mean, because, you know, Chip told me you guys had a Grom gang. I mean, we've got strict policies in our Grom gang. Jeff, our co-driver and the driver of our new car, he's had to follow a strict um, regimen of semi-illegal activities and blood initiation, is that uh, something that you guys are as serious about down there, or is that just the... that
2: sounds a little sketchy and scary to me? I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about, but uh...
1: yes, well, yeah, we uh, we're we're still putting this one together. We picked this third Grom up for real cheap that it, it, it had some pretty hefty damage, and we rebuilt it, and uh, we're waiting on plastics. But we're about to have the third Grom go live here, and then we're gonna have a have a real then we got to finish, you know, getting Jeff blooded into the gang, and once he's in, then we're we're well, good. Well, I guess to go. you might
2: as well just go get your branding iron out there and just help brand everyone in your gang with a branding iron. That, that mm. has been mentioned. That's like yes. that's like from like that's a Texas thing. There, the, oh, a Texas. So
0: thing. what's funny is that when we told him, you know, this is the process to get into the gang, he wasn't super excited about it, uh, and his wife Jennifer was like. I'll do all that shit. Can I be in your gang? And then we all looked at Jeff
1: and we're like, Wow, Jeff, you're kind of a weenie. Yeah, you're watching liars. Bit- Just <laughs> shush. so we're talking about Texas things. I got a question for you. So oh, this yeah. is gonna get this is gonna get good. <laughs> so good. explain this to me. I've seen this happen a few times. So keep, keep in mind we live in Colorado. Well, I was gonna say, backstory is we live in a resort in Colorado. So we're up in uh, like Winter Park, Granby. It's, you know, kind okay. of uh, west of Denver up in the mountains. We're the first ski resort on your, you know, once you get up in the mountains. Like we're before Vail and all that. Um, uh, not
2: Breckenridge, before Breckenridge too, Yes. Right? Yep, yep,
1: yep. So we uh, we get a lot of, you know, during the wintertime, we get a lot of Texas plates and Oklahoma plates. And we all make fun of them because they show up inevitably in rear wheel drive, Suburbans and pickups and like, who even makes a rear wheel drive Suburban? But, uh, I digress. So I've seen this happen a few times and you get these Texans mainly. Yeah. Only Texas. I haven't seen Oklahoma plates, but Texas plates. And they're going, you know, well, 20 under the speed limit because they, I think they don't, they're scared of mountains and they don't want to go fast. So they just decide that the shoulder on the other side of the white line, the shoulder is another lane and they just sit there and they drive real slow.
0: Is and that to turn their hazards on?
1: Well, half the time they don't. And they're just, they're just cruising along and then you're like trying to slow down. You're like, why are you on the shoulder? And they stick their arm out and they wave you past. Is that a Texas thing or is that just a, like, can you explain that?
2: Well, I think what you're talking about is, you know, in Texas, marijuana is not legal. So whenever Texas boys come to Colorado and they start smoking the wacky tobacco, it's like they'd have no other recourse. You just pull over and go really slow. That's the only it. thing I can say. It's like, I got full wheel drive. I'm not going slow. So I, I can't speak for them. But I, that's what or if we're just talking over the last few years, that would be my answer.
1: Well, that that makes a lot of sense. Legitimately, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> because because there's no other good explanation for it. Right. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I got an answer to that, because honestly, it's been it has been confusing me for a while, because like I said, you come up on me like, what the heck are you doing?
0: Yeah. But I, uh, I bought a uh, like I call it a county car right? It's just a car I drive to work every day. I take it down to Denver once in a while. It doesn't make trips. It's just a county car. But I bought it uh, and a guy was from Texas and he had a Texas plate on it. And so he said, well, keep the plate on it until you're registered. It's no big deal, right? We've all done that. So for like two months, I drove this Jeep around this winter with a Texas plate. I didn't drive any different than I normally do. I didn't go anywhere I usually don't go. I've never been flipped off (laughs) so much in my life. All because I had that white plate on the back of that Jeep, man. People hate them up here. And I just I don't get it.
2: Well, well, people in Colorado, they hate people from Texas and they hate people from California.
0: Yeah, but everybody that's here. The reason
2: is because. You don't want the cool people from Texas coming in and invading into your little happy land because you're it's precious to you, and you don't want the rich people from California coming in. It get it's getting too crowded for you guys.
0: Well, it is pretty uh, crowded. I'll give you that. Yeah, I
2: mean. and I think that's the reason why a lot of people from California a lot of people in Colorado they hate Texans and they hate uh, people from California. I don't know why.
0: What's funny is, is that like half the people I know are from Texas and half the people are from California. But it's like the second they get that Colorado plate on there, then they immediately start to hate those two states again. It's like, man, yeah. didn't, didn't you live in California like three months ago? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm from yeah. Colorado now. They slap a native sticker mm. on the back. Well, I will it. I will have to say to defend myself here.
1: I OK, I, I still don't like people from California. I did not like people from Texas. And then one of my one of my own, my my very special friend, Dustin Peterson, decided to move out of Colorado to Texas
0: to Dalhart, Texas. Yeah, You tell us, is Dalhart, Texas even really in Texas?
2: Uh, it is. It's way up north.
0: We, we've been in we've,
2: Texas.
1: We've yeah. been there. I mean, it smells yeah. weird there. Anyway, he moved to Texas. And now now I got to like Texans because my boy is a Texan now. And right, uh, right. so so I, I got love for you down in Texas. Still, I haven't been the Californians haven't won me over yet. But the main reason is because they, they they vote weird. They move here and they vote funny. And I'm just I just kind of uh, people I'm,
2: from California.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we
2: got the same problem. They moved here and moved down to Austin. And, yes. Uh, yeah, they, they vote for the wrong people.
1: Yeah, the the wrong color. Uh,
2: speaking of California, and the reason why I can answer that question is, I lived I lived in San Diego, California for eight years. Okay. Oh, and then I moved from there. I moved to Colorado Springs and lived in Colorado Springs for like a year and a half, almost oh. two years. Okay. So, I was married at the time and my wife was like, Hey, we're moving. She was getting transferred. So I'm like, okay. So she was like, Hey, you can go ski. And so when I moved to Colorado Springs, it's like, cool, I'm going to go up to Breckenridge. So I go up to Breckenridge and hook up with some guys, these people that I met and I was going to be a ski instructor. Mm. Well, you know, it's like, so I'm in, so my wife was at the time was living in Colorado Springs. I'm up, up in the, in the Breckenridge enjoying a really decent life. It was fun. Trust me. Yeah. And I was going to be a ski instructor, but then, you know, I was skiing every day. I, I think I skied 45 days that year. Oh yeah. And when it was time to start, you know, cause all of the people that were ski instructors before, cause I'm not that good of a skier, but all of the ones before they would get all the you know, the cream of the crop jobs. And then when it was time, it's like, man, I'm running out of money. It's like, I got to go back and go get a job. So I didn't even, I was never a ski instructor. I was pretending like I was going to be, but (laughs) it was, it was, it was a cool time in my life. (coughs) I wouldn't trade it for anything.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I meet people all the time, you know, that first part of that story. Well, I moved to Colorado Springs and, you know, I'm going to live in the mountains and I'm going to go skiing and I'm going to go off roading. And they get to Colorado Springs and they're like, crap, man, it's a long way to go skiing from there. It, yep. You know, the ski mountain isn't really next to Colorado Springs. No, yeah, yeah. But man, anymore, you know, we always joke pretty much from the Wyoming border to Pueblo, Colorado. It's pretty much we just call it the front range. Yeah, or, I the call, city. It, right. I call it all Denver.
1: Right? I I call it the city. Hey, we're go? I'm gonna go down to the city this weekend, and then you're like, oh, what part of the city? Well, Fort Collins, or yeah. oh, I got a my brother Jacob. He's in the service. He's stationed at Fort Carson down in the Springs, and we'll go down and visit him sometimes. And um, and I yeah, just different people sprinkled around, and then of course shopping you got to go shopping down in the city sometimes yeah I yeah. was
0: I was down there today I I live in the mountains for a reason yeah but you know things you know we've certainly seen it change in the 10 to 15 years we've all been here but man it's still still tough to beat the winters are long but the summers man are just incredible here
2: yeah we have one of one of the guys that's uh kind of becoming part of our team Ryan Rockhold uh, with elevate off-road or whatever he's he lives down in the springs and yeah uh, he's he's been uh he's been we met him in uh in in Sturgis is where I actually met him so but yeah Colorado
0: Springs how long of a drive is it from you guys in Texas I don't even know where in Texas you guys are really at but like how far of a drive is like a Sturgis or a king of the hammers for you guys
2: uh from we're we're in Dallas, we're North okay. Dallas. Yeah, I mean, but we're in the DFW area. For us to go to King of the Hammers, it's it's right at twenty-one hour drive.
0: Pretty pretty uh, close to the same as what we've mm-hmm. got. Yeah,
2: hmm.
3: yeah.
2: So it's I mean it it's the thing is Visions is close. It's about a four and a half five hour drive. Everywhere yeah. else for us, it's like. King of the Hammers is 20 something. If you go up to Sacramento, it's like, you know, over 20, you know, you go, you know, we can we can go down, it's it's closer for us to go race down in in San Felipe than it is for us to go to Sacramento.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, we kind of run into that same thing where we start looking at, I mean, you know, Colorado, like we're fairly centrally located, but yeah. And- you start talking about well, we're, now we're going to have to go to Oklahoma two times, yeah, maybe three, which is which is okay. You know, we'll make that work. You know, yeah. Sturgis, Sturgis, and Moab are great for us. They're close, but yeah, two California, man, I don't want to go to California twice in one year. I'll be honest. I like going once. Yeah, I don't know that I need to well, go. Just the like
2: the Wix, the Wix boys, they they live right there around Truckee, and it's like I mean, they they have races all around them i mean all all those all those West coast racers they get so because all the races are out there, and you don't have to go that far, but when you start getting you know Tennessee and Kentucky and you know <sighs> hmm. it's far, it's far but every everything is far from us except for Oklahoma,
3: yeah, <clears throat> yeah, don't so that'll to
2: race less than fourteen hours away besides that one
0: that'll work out real good for you guys. I told Hopper we need to start buying land and northeast Oklahoma right now oh yeah build a little shop keep all of our stuff down there or something like that well I,
1: I found this this badass barn dominium where was that oh
0: that was just outside Oklahoma City
1: well it was on 30 acres it was a big barn dominium so it was like you know a big shop area attached to a living quarters and it was like 130 grand and right now the real estate up here is is ridiculous you know I live in this Chintzy, basically, it's a double wide, and I paid under a hundred thousand for it when I moved into it. And now it's it was appraised at 500k, so that's that's our market here. So I was like, oh my gosh, we could put shops on and houses and all sorts of stuff and have a compound in Oklahoma somewhere for like an eighth of the price up here.
0: Yeah, but then you'd have to live in Oklahoma, then I'd have to live in Oklahoma.
2: I mean, I'm, hey, why don't you venture out and come to Tackett Memorial Day? That
0: that sounds hot.
3: <laughs> it is hot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know, see, like Hoppers from Nebraska. I'm from Kansas. I, I have a lot of family in Oklahoma. There's a reason why we live in the mountains, man. Yeah. That's we, right. we put we put our time in in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, not to say that someday we won't go back. Maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe we'll be in Texas. You never know. Ah man, no, no offense, but <laughs> yeah. Although, although you guys I are, don't
2: believe you, I you, think you're full of shit.
0: You, <laughs> are you uh, coming
2: to Texas to live?
0: You do have pretty friendly taxes there in uh in Texas, and people are friendly. People are right. friendly. Yeah, like, barbecues. All right.
1: Like, that's the thing about that's the thing about like, you you know, you live in Colorado and you live in resort communities and you're just used to everyone being dicks. Everyone's grouchy. Everyone's <laughs> rude. And it's just part of life. And then you go to like Oklahoma or you go to Texas and you go into the gas station or a restaurant and everyone's so nice and i'm like looking behind me i'm like is, is there buddy behind me like who are they talking to and they're talking to me and i'm like oh my gosh you right. feel so welcome here and like legitimately you feel good and then you come back to call her out and you're like ah everyone here's a dick well right. in the in the mountain resort communities that is right. everybody well there's you're sitting next to me and you're kind of a dick well I'll give you
0: that. Yeah, that's accurate. Well, you
2: know, it's, it's just like, you know, what we were saying earlier about California and Texas, uh, Colorado people. Hey, it's like our problem here in Texas is, yeah, our taxes, you, it used to be good, but it's like we've got people from Colorado that pay high taxes. They move here. They leave because they're tired of paying taxes. Then they move here and then they start talking to other people And then all of a sudden now we pay more taxes. We got people from California doing the same thing. And so it don't matter where you live. uh, You could live in BFE and you're going to be paying a shit ton of taxes.
1: (laughs) Well, we need to like come up with some sort of social program, a social contract to where, okay, you're allowed to move different places, but you can't take your voting practices with you. You got to vote how the locals vote. That's Right. That's
0: right. That's what we need. Oh, man. This is about as deep as this podcast has ever gotten. Yeah. We have a pretty strict no politics.
1: Well, we didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably. Yeah. We don't want to talk politics, I guess. Yeah. We we come here to, to, you know, to like decompress and feel good about ourselves and talk about racing. And now here we are muddying the (laughs) water. I
2: will say this. I was very surprised when We go through California, we go through Colorado, and it's amazing how many Trump flags you see flying around.
0: Oh yeah, South Dakota, man, like during COVID when everything was shut down, I went to South Dakota like three or four times for for trips because everything was open, it was closed. Man, and you talk about... Yeah, I, I agree, man. I see I, I, I I as
2: far as I'm, we need to go on uh, politics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of road signs, I mean, this is I'm uh, digressing here. This isn't really politics, but like you drive down the interstate through the Midwest, Nebraska, for instance, where I grew up, it's the weirdest thing because like you get one billboard and it's like. Triple X novelty stores, CR girls, specialty books, and in the next billboards, like Jesus loves you, and you are like, "Wow, this this is some cult, clashing cultural icons." That sounds like a
0: Nebraska problem, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird. And then the next exit, there is a like three school buses end to end painted like a giant cow. It's Nebraska. What can I say? Yeah. Anyway, we're getting into the weeds here. You better get out of the weeds but
0: well i'm looking at some of the questions here because a couple of people told me i got to bring a couple of things up with you so these these are probably okay. embarrassing topics
3: okay uh,
0: i'm supposed to ask you about the z walk well <laughs>
3: <laughs> when,
2: when so the z walk it, it's just a dance move you know it it's when, you know, when you get out there and you get the music going, everyone, you know, starts, you know, dancing and, you know, and, and I got this little beat, you know, it's kind of like a running man. But have you ever seen someone over 50, 50 years old try to do the running man? It turns into the Z-Walk. <laughs> this basically.
0: Sounds like great YouTube content. Oh, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I- it's awesome.
0: You you might not have seen this. If
2: we get out there and we have some music, I mean, I'm sure one of these days you will get to see the Z walk. But it takes a few coldies and some really good music to get that to
0: happen.
1: Well, I look forward. I look forward to experiencing the Z walk.
3: I think it happens.
0: I mean, it's going to be great. I feel like I feel like you might. It sounds like something you might be wanting to learn, man. (laughs) I mean, I'm down for anything.
3: Hey,
2: we, we have a B wagon that pumps out some music pretty good. So you just bring some, we'll just throw it in there and bump it out there, drink some coldies around the fire.
0: Heck yeah. Now you're talking, now you're talking. Oh. So, uh, what else do you guys have planned for this season? Where else are you racing and, and what are you, what are you thinking? Cause you guys have made a, made a good start this year. You've had some good finishes, um, I mean, Chip didn't have a good finish last weekend. That was some pretty impressive carnage that he created. But
2: yeah, yeah. What are what did. are you guys
0: looking for for the rest of the season? What are you wanting, to, or where are you going to be well,
2: at? Well, You know, initially when the schedule came out before everything changed, we were we were we were not going to do Kentucky and Tennessee.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, some of the north stuff we were going to do. Uh, I mean, we're going we're going to Tennessee. We're going to. Um, Crandon, we're doing the east coast series, okay. We're throwing in, we're throwing in uh, uh, Sturgis. That's that's the plan,
0: man. I love, I love Sturgis. We talked about it just a little bit, but like, what a great event up there! Oh, it's great. It's
2: that that course we've been going up there, so this year will be our fourth year racing in Sturgis. We were up there, dirt riot, and then. I can't think what it was, renegade racing or something like that. And then last year was ultra four. And so this will be the second ultra four up there. So we've been up there racing. It's, uh, we, we love it up there. You know, we go up and race and then we stay there for the whole week and just have a vacation.
0: I love that we're piggybacking this giant rally, right? It's not like hammers where we're like the key event. You know, we're just one of many events, but man, the crowd, the people there, like there's just so much going on because of, you know, the time of year that we're up there and it just, you go to some of these races that are smaller and that's great. We like the small races, get to hang out with everybody, but man, that was a fun end of the summer race last year. Tons of people, a lot of big names showed up. I mean, yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun. It
2: was cool. It was cool. I mean, you're right there by the Buffalo chip and back on chip happens. He's got to make it seem like it's like hashtag chip happens, you know, right across the street, the big Buffalo. Yeah. But I don't know. the, the The cool thing is, is we go, you go do a parade of the cars over through the Buffalo chip last year was really cool. We, we showed up and you know, they had a concert. Um, I think uh, this year, I think it's going to be Snoop Dogg. So if you're up there, you might see a little Z walking going on.
0: Yeah, Heck so, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't know if I could hang with you guys uh, at the Buffalo Chip, man. You bring a big, uh, a, a big, big Texas like attitude, man, and I, I don't know if I'm good. Well, enough. we
1: did establish this at the beginning of the show that Zach is kind of a weenie so i would say you're right zach i mean
0: but if snoop dog
1: is gonna be there we might have to hang out with these guys i mean and then snoop dog's gonna be like for shizzle you don't want to do no wheelies and zach's gonna
3: yeah.
0: be like because
1: i'm a weenie oh
3: that's man right.
0: <laughs> i never have to edit stuff out of the show i'm gonna have to edit everything hopper said
3: <laughs> oh wow
0: well that's cool so you guys are on we'll go back to what we were talking about <laughs> You guys are going to run East Coast, uh, so you, yeah, you're going to do Crandon, yeah. you're going to do Tennessee, um, so you'll be, yeah, you'll and be we'll qualified also for... Gonna be,
2: we're going to be doing the J-Oklahoma the race.
0: Right, you'll gonna do gonna go. you'll do Visions, and then you'll probably, yep. I'm assuming you're going to do uh, Legends of the Falls. Legends of the Falls,
2: yep, we're doing that.
0: So that qualifies you guys for uh, East points and National points. Yeah, so
3: but
2: we're not going to... We, we're the the national points. We probably won't because we're missing out on uh, the Sacrament, Prairie City, and Moab. We didn't go to Moab, so well, I think
0: one. I think it's just the uh, three main events, right? Hammers, Visions, and uh, Legends, and then I think it's just any other two races. Right. I, I don't know that you have to race any of the West races for nationals, but. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. There's,
2: there's a lot of craziness going on on how, you know, if, if you didn't race King of the hammers, you're going to get to race a race and you can count that as two races. Yeah. And I mean, it's just a weird, it's a weird year. And I mean, it's all fun. I mean, we're, we're, we're out there creating memories, having fun with family, Mm -hmm. friends and family meeting new people, you know, when we were when we were at the nine eighteen race, I mean, I think there were like ten cars in the race. Well, six of them were pitting in our pits.
3: Nice. <laughs> that's so impressive. It's like
2: anyway, so it's like we we help people out, but in return, um, they help us out as well. So well,
0: isn't that a? That's the great part about Ultra Four. Yeah. We talk about that all the time, man. You know, we, we started the same way. We got invited to a race, and then we got invited to another race, and then we, on the way home, you have that conversation, and all of a sudden, you, you decide you're going to have a race team and build a race car, and then a year later, you buy a second race car. I mean, that's – man, you're, you're preaching to the choir. We're, we're right behind you there on our terrible adult decision-making skills. Right. But man, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It sure mm-hmm. is fun. And and we love to go to the races and just hang out and meet people. And like I said, this is a great platform for us to share, share people's stories. And uh right I think you know, we had Paul Wolf on a couple of weeks ago, and it's like, man, you know, Paul's he's kind of new on the scene. He he is, but he isn't, but he is hot right now, right? He's laying down these oh, Paul Wolf, yeah.
2: Oh yeah. He, he was pitted right next to us. Uh, we, uh, it, it we, we, he, he's, he's fast. I mean, he's yeah. a UTV guy and that dude is flying. Uh, of course, uh, we just raced. Right. I mean, it was really tight and his cars was wide. So I knew he was going to have some problems, some real problems. I mean, he come first, he won first in the UTV race. He smoked him.
0: Mm-hmm. He smoked them big time. And yeah. and you see a guy like this and you're like, well, you know, he's fast. He's good. He's he's finishing on the podium. And, you know, we had him on here and we're like, man, this guy's just – he's about as normal as you can get, you know. Yep. I heard
2: he's a very humble, humble guy. Uh, they were right next to us and there was a guy that came pulling in, an older guy, and he has someone. I can't remember who it is, but they call him Uncle Jesse. So <laughs> – it's like he brings his little cook wagon so he's cooking he was cooking for paul wolf and someone else and then hell we we were taking my wife was like she would packed us all this stuff to cook and i'm like hey i gave a gave a couple of the casseroles to uncle jesse and you know what about all the bacon and eggs I'm, i'm hell we gave everything to them they were cooking everything we didn't have to cook anything so hell
1: yes
3: It's
2: it's
0: really like half about racing and half about just like being at the races, right?
2: Well, and I wish I knew the guy that – because the older guy, the Uncle Jesse guy, he owns multiple uh, Can-Ams, and he has a racer that races. And when we left, I guess our team, uh, you know, made an impression on them. And so they're wanting to cook for us because they're going to be going to the races. So they're going to be bringing this cook wagon along. And they're wanting to include us to where we'll hang out with them. So that was kind of cool from this last race.
0: Huh. Well, I guess we're so. gonna have to hang out with you so we can hang yeah, out with the you and all the bacon. Hey,
2: if you if wake you, up in the morning, you walk over. You got eggs and bacon and sausage <laughs> and biscuits and coffee.
0: Who else was I telling? Mean, what us? else? Somebody else we had on the show was telling us, like, you just walk over and we'll feed you. Was it? It was Justin Reese. Yep. He was like, you, we'll, we'll feed you. You just come over, help us a little bit, we'll feed you. And they they did that when we were at the
1: um, area BFE in Moab. We just walked over there. Every time I walked over, there was food. You know, as as a fat guy, like that's the best way to become my friend is be like, here's some food, Hopper. And then Hopper's going to be hanging out.
0: We don't even need to be packing food
1: anymore. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Jesse sounds like an awesome guy. I need to be friends with him. Um, yeah
2: so yeah uncle Jesse his real name is Jerry Hill and his wife is named Denise. Okay. So
0: we're going to have to I
2: don't know I still don't know who the driver is that races his 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 Can-Am. But he has he has multiple Can-Ams so
0: we might have to approach him about a possible pit guy sponsorship. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there
1: you go. Yes.
0: Since monster won't call us back. We just keep giving them our money. Yeah.
2: We buy all the monster. Hey, good luck with the sponsorship thing. That's a, that's a whole nother game boys.
0: So, I mean, you, you bring that up, like part of our Rocky mountain speed and fab, you know, we've, we've got a team owner and a business owner, Joe, and you know, we run his, his business is basically sponsoring us. You know, we've talked about this before with uh, other guys, you know, Paul Wolf and a couple of the other Can Am guys we've had, you know, how do you get these sponsors? And man, it is—it's a different kind of game. It's not something that we're really used to. But mm. you know, what do you guys—it's—it's—it's
2: it's a tough—it's—it's a tough—it's it's a tough—it's a, tough, a tough game. The sponsor deals. I mean, the big—the big guys. Uh, I mean, they're always going to pull the the big players, you know, and it's like. You know, I was in a I was in a driver's meeting and, you know, Shannon, there was someone in there and I can't remember who it was, but Shannon Campbell went off on somebody. It's like and he was like, hey, man, I grew up poor and this and that and I bust my butt and, you know, and and Monster comes along. And if it wasn't for Monster, I wouldn't be racing 4400 Ultra 4, you know. Um, but I mean, it's like it's hard to come. It, it's those guys are good, but I mean. You know your Paul, all of them, all of the big guys, all of the big guys, they're they're out there competing. They got nice rigs, and you know it's just tough.
3: Yeah, yeah
2: but but hey, we don't have a problem. We we'll go up against them.
3: Yeah. It's well, just, they're just they're
1: yeah. No, I I totally get it. You know, like you're you're out there having fun. You're putting your best yeah. foot forward, and
0: and. uh, you know, we're going to the race either way, right? Exactly. I mean, we're racing whether we got sponsors or not. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, it just and 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 speaking of the sponsors, it's like we have some sponsors. Uh Eco Staff is is a company that that I have a business partner, and that's where everything started from. Hmm. Uh Eco Staff is basically sponsoring the whole team. Uh, but you know, we've been very fortunate we landed Maxis this year. So, you know, we, 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 we got to know Chris Shaw and introduced us to the, the, the right people. And so we have a, a tire sponsor, which that's cool.
0: Oh, That's, um, that's huge, especially for you guys. Yeah. In the 3,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. You know, we, we, we pop tires pretty regularly. Um, then we have uh, visions, vision wheels that, they came on board when we got Maxis. They kind of piggybacked and we had a little bit of a relationship going. We have another one, Nightstick. Uh, which nightstick, it's it's a lot of it's lighting.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: whether it's for fire department or, you know, we've got all kinds of lighting and then Baja design. You know, that's kind of that's that's it in a nutshell for our sponsors. But I mean, hey, we're 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 open, you know, I've been trying to uh i've been trying to get you know we've got a couple of people they've said oh we know someone with budweiser so i really we we really need a bud light sponsorship (laughs) yes Yes, i love it i want to know who's the first first 4400 car to have a beer sponsor
1: hell yeah well you know i don't
0: i don't know if you watch much us uh ufc i don't watch a ton um but I know a couple of the names and cowboy Cerrone. Uh, I know him just because he's, he snowmobiles up here. And back in the day I built a couple of sleds for him, but he is, uh, he's sponsored by Budweiser and yeah. he's a big, you know, big time athlete and he ran at the Met 400 this year and he had a full Budweiser wrap. And wow. they, talk, they talked about, it. it's a very unique sponsorship for Budweiser, hmm. uh, with him. But, well, I
2: mean, I'm all, I'm all, I wouldn't mind having the Bud Light wrap or whatever, but man, I would just like to have the the beer, free beer, man.
1: Just need the product. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's product. what we're saying. And then,
2: and then we'll just give it away to everybody. So then it'll it'll be a really big party.
0: Yes. Well, and this year, man, if you really wanted to get the key sponsorship, you'd find somebody to st- sponsor your stinking fuel, man.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, that's oh, what, yeah, that's, that's what's for,
0: right? Hmm. Well, what else you got? You got any other sponsors you want to yell at? You should, I'm going to do you a favor here. I I don't do this for everybody, but we like you. You should probably thank your wives because they, they're
2: going to listen. You know, the, the, the thing, the, the number one thing that, you know, when, whenever, whether, when they always ask that question, you, we always leave, always leave out the wives of the whole race team, not just my wife, uh, the the families that allow you know uh, the co-drivers it's like I always forget about my co-driver to thank my co-driver for you know keeping me you know somewhat out of it I, I, I tend to get myself into trouble whether I the co-drivers yelling at me, no, no, no no, no, or not, but you know I I really, if it, if it wasn't for the wives to allow the guys just to go do what, what we enjoy, and I mean, we have a good time, we, we love it when they come along, uh, you know, whether, you know, they're trying to keep us in line or not, uh, but we, we love having them at the races, they don't always get to go to all of them, because it kind of gets expensive, and you know when when you got the king of the hammers i mean that's like all, that's like a full vacation for most people you know so in some of the traveling it's like they didn't go to the they were just they were kind of like you guys uh they didn't go to the 918 <laughs> race cuz it was too cold you know <laughs> they you know they didn't go to Kentucky cuz they know it's going to be muddy and it's always rainy yeah but but anyway, we, I, I appreciate all of them. I appreciate the, uh, the people on the team, people that are not on the payroll, that come along to help support in the pits. Uh, you know, the last race we had, uh, we had Jim, Jim came along, Jim Moore came along, uh, uh, Travis came along and Troy came along. And they didn't have; they were supposed to fly, uh, but Jim had some instrument problems in his little plane, and it was like I was like, "I'll pay for your gas." No, don't worry about it. He he just retired as a fireman. Hmm. He goes, "I need to get some miles on it." So they were gonna fly, but then they couldn't fly, and so they ended up driving out. So I really appreciate because at one point we was gonna have one person in our pit, and that was it. Wow, Don Fry, but. Anyway, we're
0: you know we were kind of scrambling at the last minute. Yeah, and I th- I think we feel the same way, man. Our wives have been to a race or two. Uh, they don't go to all of them. I mean, let's be honest. There's some that they don't want to go to. Um, right. But you know, they got to experience a couple of days at Hammers this year, and yeah, you're you're totally right. We wouldn't be doing any of this uh, without their blessing. Uh, yeah you know, I'm sure they'd like to whack us over the head with a pan a couple times and try to knock it out of us, but it was we loved having our wives at Hammers this year and, and they just couldn't believe it. You know, they were just like us the first time we went. Yeah. They were in and they're just like you you told us what it was going to be like and we didn't believe you. Like and you just well, you you've been well, there. Here here's here's the
2: other thing. So, king this next year king of the hammers. And I'm just going to throw this out because now that the whole COVID thing that we went back to having flu, flu A, flu B, no more COVID bullshit, uh, now people can fly. So this next Hammers is going to be a classic. The boys from across the pond are coming back over from Australia, Aussie. Hmm. Uh, Pip Pip and the crew, they bring – when they came over and raced, they had like 25 people that came with them.
3: Yeah.
2: And I have a third car, and I've I've offered it up for Pip to if he comes over to come over and drive that car. He's coming over anyway. I think he's coming over uh, in December, and he's gonna he's gonna be staying with with us here in in, in uh, Texas, and then he's gonna make the trip out to King of the Hammers, uh, and then they're going back. So it's it's gonna be pretty cool. They're. If you haven't partied with a whole bunch of Aussie people, you hadn't really partied, man. Dude,
0: that's that's uh, on our list. We uh, we might have had a little run in this year with the Germans, um, mm-hmm. but but we've we've since worked that out. I think we're all cool. Uh, I think we're gonna maybe get to party with the Germans a little bit, which I I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Yeah. Well, but, and then yeah. you know
1: just like you were saying earlier, you talk about the travel constraints, you know, our friends up north at the uh, Yellowstone off-road racing circuit up there, uh, Aaron and Grizz, you know, they usually have a a bunch of teams come down from Canada and run their circuit with them, and, you know, because of COVID, Canada's border's been closed, so we have missed out on meeting cool people because of that, so you know it's going to be exciting as the world as the world continues to open back up to meet all these new people and uh, get yep. to see bases and you know up north it's a bunch of canadians i don't know do they run the maple syrup in their differentials is i, I don't know how they do that like yeah. so yeah i i get it it's it's going to you know the next hammer is going to be pretty crazy yeah it's going to be
2: it's going to be it's going to be a good one
0: yeah well Man, I really appreciate you yeah. um, meeting up with us tonight. I know it's late at your house. You're not in the Mountain Time Zone like we yeah. are. Well, and uh,
2: my wife was real disappointed that we wasn't gonna that where I was gonna be. She was like, "What? Nine o'clock?" <laughs> anyway, she had other plans, but oh well.
1: <laughs> well, you'll have to <laughs> you'll have to thank her for uh, allowing you to for sharing you with us. Right. To- um yeah that's much appreciated yeah
2: well she 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 knows that i, I want to thank you guys for even you know thinking about having uh uh rufus racing on here it's like really we don't we don't look at ourselves as someone that people really want to hear about you know our lives or whatever but i really appreciate the opportunity just to to, to speak with you guys
0: well like you said man chip Chip does a good job of uh, marketing for you guys, <laughs> whether yeah. you like it sometimes or not. And uh, you know, Rufus Racing is a. Uh, I mean, you guys are at the races and you're you're finishing right. well, and and people want to know who these guys are, like who everybody is, right? We right. we want right. to share share other teams like you guys. You know, you're normal guys. You're not racing right. for your career, right? and uh you know we appreciate getting guests on like you guys that are just normal now i i kind of want to thank you too for being able to be on here and uh not having chip on man it made it really easy i, I feel like we'd have been here for another two hours probably if chip was on here
2: yeah yeah
3: all but, right uh, well, well he,
2: he like i say his his wife had surgery and he, he He had to do he had to do what he had to do because he took care of her he loves her and 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 that's that's what he needs to do
0: i mean if there's a picture but, of him wearing a uh an apron cooking dinner uh you know maybe mopping the floor taking out the treasure if there's some kind of picture like that that exists we'd love to share it on social media
2: oh i'll have to send you i'll have to send you a picture uh you know, Angela has a couple of pictures of. You know, he's got the 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 glove on his head. You know, where the finger's sticking up like his little mohawk. Yes. Then <laughs> he sent something like he sent he sent a text to my to my wife that was saying something about yeah the nurse did when the nurse was asking me hey what kind what's the surgery about he goes hey, he they didn't take too kindly that. He told him, "Oh, it's to it's to have his Adam's apple removed."
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy!
2: <laughs> I mean, the shit that this dude comes up with sometimes is pretty hilarious.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sitting right next to the same kind of guy, man.
2: No, <laughs> hey. Well, but, we need to. We need to. Uh, I don't know what's the next race you guys are going to.
0: We're going to be at Visions in Oklahoma in July. Okay. Well, we're our, our our actual next race uh, where we're going to take this new car. We're hitting up Yellowstone off road. Uh, we're going to go to the Montana Big Sky 200. Um, okay, because we we have become friends with Grizz and Aaron who run that, and we love you. we love the race. It's a cool course, but they've also asked us for some stupid, terrible reason to uh, help on the live feed. So we're going to get to play. I'm going to be like Miles, and Hopper's going to be like Pam. <laughs>
1: Damn, sorry Pam. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. That, you got the short end of the story this to, one. We're gonna get to be on the line they, for one day. Those, and-
2: those those two those those two do a very good job. They really <laughs> do. So you guys, if you're gonna be pretending like them, you got some big shoes to fill right there, well, my friend. See
1: that that's the thing. Like, I'm not gonna even pretend because pretending is gonna make me look bad. I'm like, oh boy, yeah. I'm gonna I i do not want to smear their
0: good
3: names. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well. Like I said man we we appreciate you coming on tonight